It's all fun and games until someone downloads the Inspired Incompetence podcast. How's everybody doing? That's a good one. I like that. And I'm doing well. Oh, Thank you. Quite having well. fun. Uh, or about to have fun. Well, yeah. I don't know. Dosewin just died, so I don't know how much fun that's going to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, uh, yeah, we just had a little NPC death. Um, before we get into that, I wanted to do a little PC uh, check-in. So we haven't done that in a, in a while. And I, I know uh, maybe emotions are a little high right now after seeing Doswin get absolutely wrecked by this uh, dragon thing that came over. So you guys just witnessed that. And I mean, obviously include any thoughts that your characters might have regarding that. But then just kind of like everything so far that you've gone through in Vigil and the sewers and this temple and like knowing what's at stake, like... Where, where's everybody's uh, characters' headspaces at right now? Anyone want to go first? Yeah, Rogyar is definitely... It was nice being back in Vigil, being back in Civilization, but that that nicety has definitely worn off as we've gone, just as he came back to the reality of the situation that... Came back to the reality of the situation and just the sheer gravity of what it is that we are looking into... And now, between that, realizing more and more that this city full of people could be in the same danger that Roslar's Coffer maybe was in, and to top all that off with now being underground, he's, uh, yeah, Rogier's not, not, not doing so hot. He's, uh, he's barely keeping it together, especially after that, that run-in with Old Leatherback. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, Getting like... Almost swallowed, probably didn't do him any favors. <laughs> like, at this point, we're probably, what, like, an hour removed from that? So, yeah. like, I don't think that trauma itself has fully settled in yet. is kind of, like, distracting himself with the task at hand. But... Yeah. It it might be even even only a small comfort, but it might be a comfort for Rogyar that the area that you're in is much more open than the sewers were like you're yes. still underground there's there's no sky visible but uh you're in this like big open cavern yes and I, I was about to mention that like having a lake here is nice but looking up and seeing stone is still that constant reminder of where he is so yeah there's there is that slight comfort but it is slight all right well, let's go next the time of vigil's been uh Really weird for Uhtred, because you would think as Vigil kind of being his hometown, and he's the only party member that has gotten to see, like, family. But, I mean, as everyone's kind of aware of his entire family, with the exception of uh, his one brother, basically, were like, oh, what the fuck are you doing here? I mean, his dad wasn't quite that, but you can see kind of how Uhtred ended up becoming, like, getting into the military, how, like, yeah, his dad loves him, but, like, clearly he's chosen his wife over his kid. Yep. A little bit of alienation going. Yeah. um, That's not so weird for Uhtred, because that's really been far more of his life than, you know, he was young. He was a little kid when uh, his dad met his stepmom and they all came. Um, I think 
in terms of like what's been going on in the city and what we're doing. I think Uhtred has really settled on the fact that what we're doing is kind of his life's calling. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, I was here for a purpose. This is really developed into like his purpose. And I think Uhtred's also come to terms with he'd be okay dying for this purpose. Like, I I think in his mind, he thinks that we're going to have to take on uh, the whispering tyrant and that's probably going to mean he dies so it can he do enough before his death that it actually can affect a better outcome and if that means sacrificing himself to take down the imminent danger he very much would be okay with filling the same thing that kind of happened to him when he first fought the red reaver as like a, a young squire um so he's kind of resigned himself to that this will probably result in him dying again and most likely permanently wow all right it's pretty heavy uh pretty heavy stuff but it sounds like Uhtred's more or less at a point where he's accepted that yeah good resolve right. there okay uh Vipera Randolph yeah I'll uh I'll step in so, um, Randolph was, uh, went through a tumultuous time there in the, uh, in the boneyard. Coming back to reality was, uh, sort of a big shakeup for him, and it sort of rattled his mind a little bit, and uh, now having Thalias in his mind, it was all pretty, uh, pretty out of the ordinary for him, and, uh, Thalias has been sort of his rock during this time. Their friendship has really bloomed, and, uh, they're having a great time. The only thing that has not been helping is he comes back to reality, you know, and is trying to tell people about, you know, all this crazy stuff. And he even has support from his team, you know, his, his team of adventurers here, but no one seems to care or believe them. And it's like, uh, it's like he's getting gaslighted, you know, he's like, there's crazy stuff yeah. happening. It's like, you're crazy, old man. Like, you know, don't worry about that. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not, I swear. I am crazy, but no, like, I, I know what I'm, t- like, stop. It's like, like, yeah, like, he he knows he's a little unhinged, but, yeah. and and then, like, everyone's like, no, you're, you're stupid and crazy for thinking that that happened, and he's like, so I know I'm crazy, but <laughs> am I even crazier than I think I am? Yeah, so he's, he's had that swirling around for a while, but really the, the story with Randolph is the lias. Uh, they've been through thick and thin at this point, and that, that's been a really great um, sort of foundation for him to work for. I think without the Elias, he'd be even more of a madman. You know, it was like, he's got this voice in his head and he's a madman, but now the voice in his head is sort of like keeping him tethered, as yeah. weird as that seems. You know, I got a I got a question for you. Do do you think uh do you think uh you're living up to the tyrants the tyrant card that you pulled? Or do you think I have you're, no uh, idea. Uh, well, so the tyrant the tyrant card said that uh you were you were a blight on those over whom you hold sway. Uh Yeah, and- so I've been working to not do that. Um and I think the, I think we got a pretty good friendship. That tyrant card, I th- I think it was just wrong, but you know, the cards are the cards. Yeah, I think what you what uh, Randolph has done since that reading 
has indicated that he thinks that that card was wrong. Yeah. Because he hasn't but, really changed much in how he treats the lies. I don't it's, know. Because uh, he, yeah. he got he was getting very antagonistic towards the lias, like around the end of book two, calling yep. him like a useless pile of goo and like yep. saying like it's yeah. all your fault and all that, that and they've been like back besties. To these books episodes, it seems like in combat there's still very much of that like being tyrannical over him or like if Randolph fucks something up, it gets blamed on Thalias. Hmm. So <laughs> yes, may, may, maybe the name calling has diminished a little bit, but there's still quite a lot of pot shots. I feel on Thalias. You know, and, and that's just from you know yeah. an outside person too looking at it. It's like a, maybe like you guys a are having secret powwows at night that I'm not remember. Aware. Remember fighting with your brother when you were a kid, and then now that you're an no. adult, you don't. Like, wow, okay, well, siblings generally have some sort of, you know, whatever it is, you know, just something well, about them. Yeah. You forgot so who Nick's, my brother was. My yeah, sister. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so Nick said secret powwows, and, like, I immediately went to how Randolph would be, like, <laughs> he's, like, under the covers with Thalias, like, being like, yo, you remember when that happened? That was crazy. I love Thalias. You're my best friend. Yeah. We have our little like, uh, sleepovers. They totally are having secret yeah. powwows. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. All right, uh, Vipera, how are you feeling? Uh, so, Vipera was happy for a brief second, going into uh, back into the uh, back into the city, um, but almost instantaneously, it went right back to the same way of like her needing to like put her hood up or like you know skulk around in order to not be caught. Otherwise, like, authorities automatically assume that we've done something wrong. So, like, Vipira is not evil by any means, but she's very vindictive. Uh, seeing Doswin go down, Vipira is, uh, like, almost in her mind, like, mocking the situation. You know, she's got it lined up right now that she wants to bring that body back and resurrect her herself. Uh, before Cedo can, and just be like, "This is the best you have to offer." Like, just as a, just kind of like, as a general fuck you to society. Uh, Vipera wants to resurrect Dustwin out of spite. Yeah, Vipera is like spiteful over this entire situation. She got back and she was like super happy, and then immediately just met resistance. And she- how's she? How's she uh, feeling about? All these uh, dungeons that she's crawling through. Oh God! <laughs> she's, Is that a Vipera thing or a Tom thing? That's a Tom thing. Uh, Vipera, like, well, it's not the best situation. She's going, uh, like, she's part of something bigger. Uh, for me personally, I fucking hate dungeons. I hate crawling through them. I like the city better, but that was me over Vipera, and now Vipera is over me right yeah. now. So, so <laughs> Tom, the <laughs> player who hates dungeon crawling, created Vipera, a character who hates social intrigue. So it's like <laughs> you're gonna have a fucking brain aneurysm before this is over. You know, I didn't think about it that way, but that, that's that's essentially what it's turned into. Yeah. It's yeah. all right. It's all right. Vipira, you're like, what? You're like 30 feet up off the ground right now. Just uh, jump off the side head first, and then we can resolve this. 
No, no. Vipira's gonna Vipira's gonna stick with her guns on the on the guy on the top level here. So that's a good segue to get back into this combat. So up next is uh this Tengu who I'm about to roll perception for to see if they're aware that there's an invisible person oh, standing she, she directly knows. Uh, in front of them. Uh, Vipira already claw clawed. Yeah, Vipira is visible. Oh shit, that's right. Yep, 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 yep. So this Tengu, uh, who Vipira is close enough to see uh, underneath uh, its robes, actually seems to have uh, more of a feminine figure. Uh, might uh, actually be a female Tengu. So she sees this whole scene going on and she says, you have come to interrupt the great Grotus's work. I will not allow it. It is too important. You must be stopped here. And she takes a five foot step back and casts a spell. And Vipira and Rogyar would be the only two in the spell's 30-foot cone. Yep, because everyone else is below. And well, she that's says, not totally true. I think Randolph's like 20 feet in the air. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm 20 feet in the air. Oh, that's right. He was flying. Oh, okay. All right. So then Randolph will be in this uh, too. Uh, so she steps back and she says, Grotus, stop them! And... Uh, her her final shout uh, comes out uh, in a concussive blast, and I need Rogyar, Randolph, and Vipira to give me fortitude saves. Oh, but I believe that mine turns into a dex uh, 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 reflex save. If you want it to, and then you're staggered the next round, I think. 24. Does uh, Phantom Thelias have to make this roll? Uh, is he in the air with you? I think we're doing a Peter Pan type deal. Yeah, you are. That's exactly what you said in the episode. Then, yes. That's a 23 for Rogiar. Ooh. 13 for Thelias. But 24 from Randolph, so those probably cancel out. Is Vipira doing a fortitude save or a reflex save? Reflex, and that's a 29. All right. So Vipira is going to be... Is that the mechanic? She's going to be staggered on her next turn? Yes, you're, she is staggered until the end of her next turn. Uh, all right, so that makes Randolph the only person to fail. Thelias, not Randolph. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. He's tough. He can take it. So Thelias is deafened for the next 11 rounds. What? Anyone else think he was going to say dead? <laughs> <laughs> well, he started with a D. I'm always yeah. assuming. Oh, wait, but I use a mind link with him, so yeah, doesn't matter to me. Oh, yeah, that's true. So you can't hear anybody else, but... And he takes 17 points of damage, and everybody else who made their saves takes half that, so eight. Except for Vipira. Yep, because Vipira also has evasion, so she takes none. That feat is ridiculously good. (laughs) I mean, being staggered on the next turn is a pretty good balance, Uh, I think. It is, but yeah, being able to take no damage on something that requires a fortitude save normally, that's really good. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right, so that is her turn. So that brings us back up to Uhtred, who is Uhtred standing on the bridge, or is he flying right now? No, I'm I'm in the air above the bridge. Right. 
Yeah. So to, to paint a better picture for the listeners at home, we there there are two bridges in play right now. One is the one that leads from that that like rapier shaped tower from the island in the middle of the lake, and it connects uh, that complex to the east that you met the sump steward in and fought that giant uh, flytrap monster, and uh, then connects that to the east and to the, to the south. There's a bridge that uh, connects to the door that this tengu just opened. And then separate from all of that, there is another, a larger bridge that connects the, like, the main plaza that you guys first entered into from the north. And it goes all the way south over the lake into another entrance. So Uhtred is flying 30 feet above that bridge, or is he... Um, so then Uhtred will be 10 feet above that. Okay. So a total of 40 feet above the dragon. Okay. Um... And Uhtred is going to cast a mirror image spell. So I have six mirrors. And I'm going to use an arcana point to keen my scimitar. And I'm going to stay 40 feet in the air, but move so like 10 feet. So I'm like above, directly above the dragon. Okay. And that's going to be my turn. All right. Up next is Randolph. All right. So Randolph and Tholias just got blasted by that concussive force. And our intention was to get away from the dragon and and find a better vantage point. But after getting blasted, I think we're going to go into the tower. So another 20 feet up and then see what's going on in here. We can just go right like this, right? Um, I think Rogiar is actually floating above that, so you could get in the space below Rogiar too. Okay. Uh, well, so you can do that as a move action. Yep. And then do we? When we get up here, do we see this Tengu person? Oh yeah. Yeah, you got a clear a clear view south. But what about Vipira being in our way? Uh, well, what are you trying to do? Well, I'd love to fight this person, but. Uh, I mean, as long as she'd allow it, you could move through Vipira's space. No issues. But will uh, Vipira allow it? <laughs> uh, you would have to, if you want to, if you, one of you wanted to get to the other side of the Tengu, that would be an overrun mm-hmm. or an acrobatics check. Overrun sounds way more badass. How do we do that? Uh, it's a CMB, and it provokes if you don't have the strong maneuvers feet. Is that one that I almost got? I think Thelias had it. Thelias had deft maneuvers deft so he maneuvers. could disarm. Yeah. Uh, Something that came in handy exactly once in the Dead Roads. <laughs> but it came yeah, but in, it came really in handy. super yeah. handy. Yeah, it did. <laughs> mm, yeah, we'll overrun. And by we, I mean Randolph. But wait a second. Mm, this is tricky. So we're both going to move up, right? And then one of us is going to try and get behind. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I assume if you're going after the Tengu, you'd want... It's either going to be a single file and only the person in front can actually hit the Tengu mm-hmm. or you're going to have like one of you is going to have to get in the room and to do that you got to get through the Tengu's space. All right, well, well it's let, Randolph's uh, uh, I can ahead. I can posit this too. Rogiar has a handy little pushing infusion. So like he could shove that Tengu back another 5 feet which gets him further back into the room which would make it easier to surround him if you want to delay a little bit. That's not too bad. Um, 
Yeah, so I think thematically from an RP standpoint, is this possible where we can come up to this bridge and then regroup with our team and then create a plan of attack? Or do I have so to... what you yeah, yeah, so what you can do right now is you've spent a move action to mm -hmm. uh, you know, get to where you are. And so now you can't delay your the mm -hmm. your turn, but you can uh, ready a standard action. Okay. Uh, so if you wanted to take that standard action to move, you could do that. You would just need to state what your trigger is and what your action is. Oh, boy. Uh, the trigger is getting some direction from one of my teammates, and the action is running at the Tengu to fight them. So... Your ready to action is to run at the Tengu and fight them, and it's when you're told to do so? Yeah, it's like, go up, like, hey guys, like, what's the deal? And it's like, oh, like, we're fighting that dude down there. Like, oh, that's what I thought, I'm gonna, sh should I charge in? They're like, yeah, charge in. Okay. All right. You remember that's in fine. the movies when there's like, I'll give the sign, what's the sign? And yeah. then something explodes or something happens. That must be the sign. <laughs> that must be the sign. We're waiting for the sign. Got it. Well, uh, Rogue Yard, it's your turn. If you want to give uh, old Randolph a sign. Yep, time to give the signal. So, uh. This going to have some soft cover behind Vipera. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to take the burn. I'll, I will gather power, and I'm going to use my air blast with the pushing infusion. Uh, no deadly aim since he's behind cover. That's a uh, 33 to hit. That hits. Okay. Um. And that is 63 damage. Okay. That's such a beautiful roll. That's three off my total, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's a 30 against his CMD to bull rush him back five feet. Excuse me, hers. Sorry, that's a 30 against her CMD to push her back five feet. She stumbles back five feet. That looks like a sign to us. <laughs> All right, Randolph, get in there. So who's who's going to be oh, on the uh, north Randolph's side? Who's going to be on the south side? Yeah, well, Randolph's out of movements because he can only go 20. Right. So yeah. uh, we'll send in the the real man for the jab, Thalias. Thalias should have enough movement, I think, to get into a flanking position. Uh, but Thalias's movement will provoke. Also, um, keep in mind the exit is right here. So Is where? Why not? It looks like the exit, the door is right here. So it might not be the worst idea to put somebody here so she can't just turn around and be like, ha ha, I'm going to where my other friends are and you can fight us as a group. Yeah. Pulling what? the group further and further apart. This is, she's the only one here. Liar. <laughs> I swear. Uh, oh, never mind right, that so, dragon outside. <laughs> so... Where so Joe, tell me where Thalias ends his movement. If I'm gonna get hit by it anyway, I'll flank. If I can avoid right. it, I'll avoid it. Yeah, so you might as well get in a flank position because anything beyond Randolph space is gonna be leaving a threatened space. So that yeah. provokes. Uh, so she swings her heavy flail around for twenty-five versus Thalias's AC. Nope. No. Wow. Okay. He's a beef boy. Damn. Okay. All right, so up next is Vipira. Vipira is going to go invisible because she's staggered. Okay. That's a decent use of your your action. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah. Not much else I could do. The flanking position's uh, closed off. I can't yeah. really do anything. So You could five-foot step. Well, you can still five-foot step if you want to go anywhere, but yeah, that's that's nice. 
Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? Step? That that five foot step might not be about. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna five foot step inwards a little bit, uh, leading towards uh, the lady with the mace. All right, so now you're flanking Randolph. Now you can make your move. <laughs> it's what you've been waiting for. <laughs> Finally, me and Thalias alone together at last. Randolph, I am your daughter. <laughs> Yo, watch right, Nick had now. just like ruined the entire storyline right there. <laughs> this whole time, you and Joe had a very intertwined backstory that you both have been acting like you had no clue at an Academy Award level. <laughs> All right, it is now Clever Quill's turn. Uh, Clever Quill cannot fly. Yeah, but like uh, for real, you guys, that's not true, right? No. Just check it. Settle that. Yeah, exactly. Tell the book three uh, question. So, Clerical is gonna do all he can, and he's gonna fire his breath weapon at the flashiest target he's seen so far, Rogyar. Yep. So, Rogyar, give me a reflex save. That's a twenty-three. 23, you're going to take half of 18 as a gout of fire shoots out of the dragon's mouth. Yeah. He says, no fair. Get down here and fight. You're not allowed in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says, excuse me? Only Rogar would antagonize the You're right. A dra- <laughs> fucking dragon. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it is now the Tengu's turn. And she says... You may have entered my sanctuary, but Grotus is still with me. I cast you out! She takes a five-foot step to the southeast. Uh, attack and, opportunity. Well, the five-foot step doesn't provoke, but she's about to defensively cast a spell, so she doesn't provoke from Thalias. Yeah. 19 isn't going to do it. So she tries to defensively cast a spell, but she loses her concentration. Yeah, get blasted. No, it doesn't provoke, but she does lose the spell as if she cast it. Oh. All right. Wow, I think it's been a long time since that's happened for you, Axel. Usually we're the ones that are failing our concentration checks. All right. Well, she looks pretty uh, crestfallen from that. I guess he's not still with her. Yeah, boasting how her god is is with her. Uh, And then that fails. Uh, So, Uhtred, you're up. Okay, I'm going to cast a frostbite, fly down, and deliver it with Valor to this dragon. So I'm going to fly down so I, you know, in, within range to deliver this frostbite through Valor. Sure. Um, so he is a, so the dragon is a, uh, occupies a 10 foot cube. Uh, so that would put you like 15 feet above the ground. Okay. Um, unfortunately, you're, uh, he has a reach of 10 feet. Yeah, so I thought he last, might, but... Yeah, the last five feet of movement uh, is going to provoke. Yeah, so. well, I got to get close enough to be able to hit him myself. And I just... I have on uh, displacement, and I have six mirrors, so... Okay, um, so let me ask and you a this. Stupid high AC. And a stupid high AC. Yep. I don't think he... So, uh, can he charge when he does spell strike? No. No. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, so Clever Quill sees you coming, and he's going to uh, rear back with his long serpentine neck and 
uh, lunge upward with a bite. That's 23 to hit. Nope. And probably not within five. Nope. Okay. Proceed. How about a 28 to hit? 28 is going to hit. Okay. Is he chaotic? No. Okay. Oh, that's actually a 15 on the die, which is a crit uh, crit threat. Yeah. Right, roll to confirm. Oh, so a natural oh, 20 to confirm. Oh. So, uh, yeah, it's like, what, a 43 to confirm the crit? Yep, that will definitely confirm. All right, the slashing crit is called a nerve slice. Uh, double damage, and the target can only can only take one move or standard action the next round. And the magic crit is called an arcane blast. Double damage and 2d6 random energy damage that he can reflex save for half. I think I'm going to go with the magic one because... My guess is next turn he's just gonna stand here and f- go to town on me. So, yeah. But I mean, well, if you per- if you keep him to only a mover standard, that limits him to one attack rather Ooh, than a full you're attack. Right. That's a good point, Matt. Let's do that instead then. And, um, and there's no save on that, correct? Correct. So what are he we looking at with damage? He shouldn't have tried to bite me when I was flying in. He exposed <laughs> that sweet underbelly of his neck. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, the next underbelly. <laughs> <laughs> 13 slashing damage from Valo, who is magical, obviously. Okay. And I'm sorry, does the Frostbite have any saving throws involved with it? Nope. Okay. And then he's taking 27 non-lethal cold damage, and he's fatigued, and... I dealt non-lethal damage to him with my scimitar, so I can make a free intimidate check as an immediate action. Okay. 26. Okay. Uh, You beat the DC, but by less than five, so uh, he will be shaken for one round. Uh, Still, the fact that I just intimidated a dragon is pretty badass. Well, you just uh, fatigued and staggered him. Uh, So, yeah, he's... uh, he was not expecting that. And how long does the fatigue last? He, like, it's just... Until the non-lethal damage is healed. Got it. All right. It's fine, I guess. Up next is Randolph. Alrighty, Rue. I'm gonna fight this Tengu with my best friend. Five foot step. Yep. Five foot step. Flanking. Yep. Full attack. From both of you us. Got it. Shia. Let's do it. Oh, I'll power attack with the scythe from old uh, Randolph. All right. 31 to hit. A 31 hits. That'll do 17 damage, 11 plus 6, in case there's some sort of DR I gotta worry about. Okay. And actually it was a 33 because of flanking, but the second attack is 17. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so 17 is not hit. Ah, all right. The Lion Slam for 19. More like 20, and that misses. It's oh. actually 19. <laughs> it's actually 19. <laughs> it confused me. Uh, okay, so that misses. And the second slam, the real slam, the first one was just like a look over here. 23. 23 hits. 8 plus 4, baby. Thalias kills the Tengu. Oh, ah, my yes! hero is going to steal it. Oh, she knew it was low. Friggin' love that guy. <laughs> All right, uh, it's now Vipira's turn. No longer staggered, but you are invisible. All right. Um, Vipira 
Seeing the tango go down, satisfied, she is going to uh, live by the claw, die by the claw. She's going to jump off and uh, try to slay the dragon here. Okay, give me an acrobatics check. I love it. If there was ever a time for a natural one. <laughs> Since it's a uh, purposeful fall, you ignore the first 10 feet, and then with an acrobatics check, you ignore the second 10 feet and treat the final 10 feet as non-lethal damage, uh, which will leave you prone. But you can give me an acrobatics check for the long jump now. A 27 is... It looks like it's uh, like one per foot. But with out a running start, you have it. So it'd be round down to 25 feet, and then half of that would be 10. So you do, you can make it. Uh, I'm just going to move Dawson there. Uh, so you can uh, end your jump uh, within reach of Clever Quill. But since that's only as far as you got, uh, you're not going to be able to attack like on your way down. So you jump, land. Take four non-lethal damage. You are now prone, but you can now attack. Uh, since you're prone attacking in melee, that's a minus four to your attack, but you will be attacking Clever Quill's flat-footed AC minus two since you're invisible. And he's fatigued and, you know, all that stuff. Does my damage get affected in any way? No, uh, it's your attack roll. Okay. All right. Does a 29 hit? 29 will hit Clever Quill's flat-footed AC minus two. All right, and that is going to be 32 damage. That's two damage between fire and acid, and then uh, 11 for the slashing, 19 for the sneak attack. Did not seem to be bothered by the fire damage. Well, <laughs> big <laughs> surprise there. One one damage isn't really... So 31. Okay. Uh, are you adding on one of your sneak attack things? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, let's do AC this round. So minus two for everybody, uh, minus four for me. And then uh, let's do a minus one on strength. Okay. Getting those uh, getting those debuffs stacked on. And it's now Clever Cool's turn. I feel like I got skipped here. Yeah, you should have gone between Randolph and Vipera. So go ahead and take your turn. Okay. You were just so busy uh, cheering for Vipera. <laughs> like, oh, oh, right. Now it's my turn. Oh, please. You purposely don't want Rogar shooting again. Destroyed <laughs> that tank, you. Nick, shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, he shot at me with a, a blast of fire. So it, uh, it only seems fitting that I respond in kind with an equal and opposite reaction. So uh, cold blast coming at him with the entangling infusion. Uh, gather power to empower. That's a 31 against his touch AC. Yeah, that's going to hurt. And that is 39 cold damage. And I need a reflex save from the fatigued dragon. 16. That is a fail. He is now a fatigued, shaken, entangled dragon. Oh, man. This guy's having a bad day. Uh, is there a duration on the entangled? He just has to like damage it or something? He needs to make either a uh, strength check, an escape artist check, or damage the material itself. Okay. And the strength check is uh, standard action? Yes. All right. Uh, Clever Quill is staggered and like all that stuff. And he's now uh, got two opponents. So he says, uh, 
He says, this won't slow me down. Watch this. <laughs> and he like tenses up for a second. And uh, his his tail, uh, you can see, as well as a lot of like the rest of his body is covered in all of these quills. And so he when he tenses up, the number of quills doubles. Like, sp- like sprout right out of the, his scaly flesh. And then with like one final like spasm of his body all of these extra quills just go flying how clever how clever indeed Utrid and Viper need to make reflex saves and I hit a natural 20 for a 29 damn it's a 16 so Utrid's gonna take half this much but Vipera takes uh, takes every quill to the face 24 damage and now you both need to make fortitude saves. Ooh. Ooh. 28. I'm rolling fucking rocks on my saves. I'm going to do... Yeah, I'm going to do my reflex. Fuck it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, holy shit. Back-to-back twos? That's a 16. Yikes. Two? my God. Well, would have been a lot worse if you stuck with the fortitude save, but I guess you wouldn't have been staggered the next round. Okay. So Uhtred uh, fights through the poison. Vipira does not. <laughs> yeah. You take two Poison points of constitution damage. Two points of constitution. Oh shit! I forgot that he had this. Oh no. That's what killed Daswan. Oh shit! All right, all right. Yep. <sighs> okay. Let's see. Tengu's dead. Utrid. <sighs> Man, dragons probably have a lot of health, huh? They do, but you guys have been wailing on it pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm pot committed at this point. So uh, let's take a And it killed round. our friend, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely want to, like, kill it. I was just wondering if maybe staying more distant, like. Real quick. Like, tactically. I just realized that with this thing's quills. Uh, so let me just retroactively do this real quick uh, because Uhtred and Vipira both attacked it in melee with natural and or non-reach melee weapons. Uh, Uhtred, when you did that... It's a little porcupine Yep, you took five points of damage. And Vipira, when you did that, you took three points of damage. And I need you to make another fortitude save. Uh, can I do it a second time here? I don't think no. so. Isn't it an immediate action? I mean, technically you could have used it for this first one and not the other one, but you can only do it once because, like, I'm pretty sure. You can't be staggered twice. And you just you just take the damage if you yep. attack. The damage automatically happens. That's a that's a thirteen. Not rolling well on these saves. No, so. no, not at all. All right, uh, Uhtred. Seventeen. Seventeen is going to fail. You take one point of con damage. Uh, so Vipira, if there's still poison active in you and you are attacked with that type of poison again, and you fail your initial save against the new dose, the doses stack. This has two effects, which last until the poisons run their course. First Ooh. is the duration of the poison increases by 50%, and the DC to fight it off for each time it ticks goes up by two. Oh These increases God. are cumulative. So if you got uh, affected by its poison a third time uh, and you failed again, the duration would go up by another 50%, and the DC to fight off the poison each time it ticks, goes up by another two. All right. Anyway, uh, it is Uhtred's turn. 
Uh, so give me a fortitude save. This is from uh, the. Uh, it's a one. All right. So you same fail thing. to fight off the poison, and you take four points of constitution oh, damage. Oh, is that going to drop me unconscious? Uh, so subtract two per hit die, because you're at five now. If when you drop it, it'll drop your max. It should drop your max in the character sheet automatically. It's close. Getting close. And my max is down to 48 now. Whoa. Yeah. I might die from this poison here. I don't think we have, like, anybody that can cast, like, delay poison or anything like that, right? We didn't have a way of stopping it. Well, Randolph's got restoration, so he can at least remove the ability damage, but... We also have a wand of lesser restoration, too. That, uh... That Aluna gave us. Well, Randolph, I hope on your turn you pull that thing out and start popping off lesser restorations on us. Yeah, you know, I was actually going to see what was behind that door, but I think uh, after he uses... <laughs> you, after you hear he this quill explosion? Uh, he yeah. Kills, he kills Doswin even more by pumping pump, pump her full of quills. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> I think once I hear that quill explosion, I'm going to abandon that plan. All right, well, Uhtred, it is your turn. Oh, that's right. It's my turn. Oh, man. <laughs> what do my goggles say about him and or just looking at him? Is he looking kind of beat up? Is he... He is currently fighting off death uh, under 50%. All right. Let's let's go big swinging then. All right. Full round, Valor, Frostbite, the works. Well, that's another 15 on the die, so that's going to be a crit crit threat. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's a 40 to confirm. That'll confirm. All right, Matt. Okay. The slashing crit is called Lip Cut, double damage and one bleed, and the target gets a 20% spell failure chance for verbal spells until that's healed. The magic is called Call of the Wild, uh, double damage or triple damage to animals, fey, magical beasts, and vermin, which this is oh. not. What? Is that magical a magical beast? beast? A magical a beast is a specific type that he is a dragon. Ah. Yep, dragon's its own type. So they were both double damage? Yes. Yeah, the slashing one was uh, had a a little bleed there, too. Yeah. Um, So I might as well go with that, because the other one doesn't actually... It's just double damage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Um, It's going to be 17 damage from the scimitar. Okay. Then it is... 27 non-lethal cold damage. Wow, really? Yeah. What do you roll for the non-lethal? 1d6 plus 9. Alright, that was 27. Yep. And I'm gonna make another free intimidate check to see if I can get higher. You don't need to because he falls unconscious. Whoa! But I I need a reflex save. No, I need a uh, fortitude, fortitude save, save for hitting the quills again uh, after you take another two points of damage. Damn, Khan drops my fortitude? That's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Khan poison is super dangerous. 20. 20 passes. Whew. And it was, it was pass it once and the poison's done, right? No, and that oh. wasn't to fight it off. That was just to avoid it stacking. <laughs> well, it can't stack oh. more than... Can it keep stacking more than twice? Yeah, it stacks forever. Yeah. All right, so we're going to stay in initiative 
for now. Uh, Randolph, it is your turn. All right. So uh, I'm going to go back to the team there, despite my eternal wonder as to what's behind that door. So can I get down there? This is 20. Can I get down here and be healing people in that time? So is that what you're doing, Randolph? You're just flying down and then three rounds later, get a lesser restoration out? I mean, I guess. I'm, my first thing is, I don't know what's happening with the team, just that I killed this Tengu. So I'm going to rush back to the team after hearing that explosion and then get as close to everyone as I can and <laughs> presumably seeing quills sticking out of them like Hellraiser. All right, so am I understanding that right? Randolph is... Uh, so he flies down to Viper and he starts charging up the wand. Well, we didn't decide uh, who was getting it. <laughs> I mean, he's standing in front of Vipera, so... Well, I got I mean, three I rounds. I could fly down, too. <laughs> you could drag Vipera away during the cast time. And <laughs> Swoop down. <laughs> I know what I'll okay. do. Um, so I, I'll start casting on Vipera. Like we have three, sure three rounds to where both of us have to make saves. We'll just Here's... give the first one who's in the worst spot. Okay. So it is now Rogyar's turn. Uh, well, Rogiar will uh, fly down and who looks who looks worse here, Vipira or Utrid? Well, you fly down right now, <laughs> toss one. Uh, <laughs> Vipira is the only one down there. Although I only took one swing, would I have still could have then used a move action? Yeah, you could have taken a move action after that. All right, then we we'll can say Utrid's down here as well. Can't I mean, I Thanks. I hate to be that guy, but, like, this dragon's still breathing, and I have no idea if this thing has regenerative abilities, so <laughs> Viper no, is absolutely attacking. Right, well, because it took a bunch of non-lethal damage, so the presumption is right. it's... Unconscious. Unconscious. All right, well, it's Rogar's turn right now. Yeah, I think Rogar's gonna... He's gonna double-tap the dragon. Okay. So I'm going to... Gather power to empower an air blast at it. All right. Uh, 33 against his prone, unconscious self. Yeah, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. That's going to be uh, 58 damage. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that'll finish him off. Okay. Okay. Now it's Viper's turn. Make a fortitude save. Um, I'm going to make that a reflex save. Because I can. Because you should. 20. 20 makes it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, because I didn't it's stacked. Think so, it's oh, stacked. shit. Hero point. Oh. Do you have a hero point? Um, I, I do have one, so I, I will make that 24. All right, so you spend a hero point to add 40 or 20, and so that beats the DC. Uh, so you fight off the poison for one round. So now we're back to Uhtred. Make a fortitude save. Now, I don't have a hero point. Oh, that's oh. a good 10. You take two more points of con damage. Okay. Uh, Uchard, do you do anything with your turn? I don't really think there's much I can do. You can just feel the blood leaving the like your limbs. Your, your hands and feet are getting pretty cold. Ooh, I have a potion of cure modular wounds in my inventory. According according to my ledger here, we do have a potion of lesser restoration as well. Who has it? I Is have it? no idea. It's something that we got because um, I have it listed with three vials Did of some Aluna kind of gave it po- to you? 
Well, it's listed in the same section. I have three vials of some kind of poison that we didn't identify, as well as two potions, one Cure Serious and one Lesser Restoration. I think we found that in the Dye Works. I think Aluna has given you guys two potions of Lesser Restoration at this point. She's given you two potions of Cure Serious and two potions of Lesser Restoration, and then she gave you a Wand of Cure Madra and a Wand of Lesser Restoration. Okay. I mean, so I imagine Uhtred would probably have those since she's at she least one of them. them since him. Yeah, yeah, she's she's the one he know she knows. All right, let's say I have one and I'm gonna drink it. So roll one d four. That's how much con you heal. Yeah. Oh buddy, four. Wow, nice. Damn. Oh that's buddy, done. that was big. Yeah, it was real big. All right. Uh, so Randolph, you uh, you finish your first round of casting Lesser Restoration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Rogyar. Okay. Uh, well, hit seeing... It. Sorry, what? Hit it again. <laughs> now, seeing uh, Uhtred pop out a potion and drink that, is gonna fly down and give Vipira some some hit point healing. Uh, okay. Got a lot of non-lethal already. You got a lot of con damage. Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, well, you're about to fall unconscious. So no, like, I can uh, save at, you from that one at least. I'm at 33 hit points, and then I still have a little whiles with uh, uh, with the con. All right. I mean, if you want to refuse, I'm not going to force it on you. I mean, for right now, if like my con is ticking away and uh, I go unconscious from that, like I'd rather have control than not have control at that point. All right. Well, then I'll heal uh, Thalias if he wants it. Thalias? Hell yeah, brother. All right. Thalias heals 21. Back to full. Okay. Vipira, make a fortitude save. Reflex save. <laughs> yeah, just it. make the okay. reflex save and <laughs> yeah. then fight off the poison. That'd be the I best. I fucking hate that so much. <laughs> oh, Yikes, no. Dude. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, I I cannot I cannot make a good for this uh, reflex save. It's because you're trying to dodge the poison, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Literally rolling around like an idiot. Like, stop, drop, an and roll. I'm poisoned. Vipira <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. takes one more point of con. All right, that's 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 okay. I can. Yeah, one's nothing not too to bad. me. Yeah, one point of con for the next uh, six rounds. It's fine. <laughs> Uhtred, fortitude. Ooh, I can do this, right? Come on, Uhtred. 27. Oh, that big. Well, I rolled an right. 18. 27 fights it off for one round. Nice. And that puts now, me at round the third tick of it. I have four. I'm cool with four. Yeah, yeah, yeah Randolph. Yeah. Uh, you've now um, finished your second round of casting yeah, and, restoration. Yeah. Uh, He's holding Vipira down like, stay still! <laughs> Stop fighting me! I'm trying to heal you! Stop rolling to, around! Trying to make the reflex save! <laughs> Rogar. Uh, Rogar's gonna like basically like float back and forth like he's fidgeting from foot to foot because he doesn't know what to do. He's just watching yeah. his friend slowly like wither. Yeah. Alright, Vipira, fortitude save. Alright. Here comes the drop. 22! 22 
passes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think Unfortunately, that's... you have to make two consecutive saves, so yeah. you still oh. have the poison. All right. Well, that's, that's somehow a... Vipira just needs to roll an eight or higher twice in a row and cannot do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uhtred. Oh, another twenty-seven. Get the fuck oh. out of here, Uhtred. You fight off the poison. Ooh. Start puking it all out. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, all right, Randolph, you've finished your third round of casting and can now target whoever you want with lesser restoration. Here you go, Thalias. Uh... <laughs> I hope it's Thalias. <laughs> you should probably give it to my pure since she is um, still actively it fighting it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lose any more con, so I can wait another three rounds whenever we're done with her. So here it comes, Vipira. This is going to look real bad if I roll a one. Four! Oh, I nice. also Put me back at the top there. Yes. God damn. Okay, uh, Rogar, are you still dancing? Yeah, nothing else I can do. All right, Vipira, give me another uh, reflex save. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes the roll. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> God damn. All right. Uh, Uhtred. I'm you good. Anything? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for Viperia to get through her spell so then I can get some more heals. All right. Uh, so let's start speeding this up a little bit. So Randolph, are you start casting uh, another Lesser Restoration? Well, yeah. My team don't look so good. Start using All the right. wand, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll use the wand. All right. Viperia, go ahead. Fortitude right. save. Reflux. 25. There you go. That's right. better. You fight it off. You fight it off for one round. Did I Did I roll when you failed last time? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. Two. Well, too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, so Randolph finishes his first round of casting. Viper, give me another fortitude save. And am I able to give him luck while yeah. I'm casting? Oh, uh, well, don't worry about it, because that's uh, <laughs> that's two consecutive saves. Vipera fights off the poison. Whew. So for like a so, solid minute, you just see Vipera rolling on the ground. I mean, to... it was like a, a good like 25 seconds. Yeah. Don't be melodramatic. A, a minute is 10 <laughs> rounds. Just saying. <laughs> I only had... I only had the life torn out of me for like 25 <laughs> seconds. It wasn't a full <laughs> It felt like an eternity, but... It's legally dead for seconds. 25 seconds. <laughs> Rogier's like, come on, suck it up, girl. <laughs> it's not even a half a minute of pain. <laughs> Try getting eaten by a crocodile. Because <laughs> okay, we didn't so... want to waste the body just in case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, I love, so we dude, can, the best uh, part of that. I'm oh, sorry. The best part is that they're like, "Yeah, watch out for that crocodile." Like, oh yeah, we we won't get hit by that. Whoops. <laughs> All right, so we can uh, we can drop out of initiative, but uh, Randolph is mid cast of lesser restoration. Who's gonna? Who's that gonna go to? That doesn't matter. We're each gonna probably take one or two more each. Well, where are you guys at with con damage right now? I'm only at a minus two. I'm at a minus three. Sounds like the minus threes have it. All right, let's see a D4. Nice. Four. Oh, oh, the D4s are hot. Real quick, I'm also going to use two of my pearls to reprepare Frostbite and 
mirror image. Okay. I fucking love how you have a second spell list. <laughs> That's like, so great. How, <laughs> right. how many pearls do you have left that you haven't activated yet? In the meantime, let's get one more lesser restoration. See if we can top off Ipira. I have one one pearl power second level left. Okay. Four! God damn. <laughs> God, dude. I've done it! And uh, so let's I'm see. I'm retiring. <laughs> uh, so how many people have fly on themselves right now? I do. Me. Okay. So three uh, I believe that's one. Well, Rogar, is that? Yeah, I'm permanent, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, be I believe that's one minute per level. Yep. As uh, is the mirror image that uh, Uhtred has going. Yes. But Uhtred's displacement, I think, was one round per level. Yes. So that's going to be so, going. Uh, I'd say uh, take a minute off of your fly and mirror image spells. But otherwise, yeah, you can uh, proceed from here. Uh, yeah, Daswin's dead, by the way. Yeah. We'll grab her on the way out. I would like some heals off that wand, too. Yeah, my yeah, pyro should oh, yeah. get some, too. Same thing for me as well. Um, while they're doing that, Rogiar will take Daswin. Like, he'll, he'll pick her up and carry her. And he'll bring her... Uh, Back into the uh, the the temple where we lit that lit brazier. the the brazier, just so okay. she's You're not gonna... just lying on this beachhead waiting for us. Like, give her some kind of respect because she did fight by our side. Okay. Uh, eat. Specify who. Well, I'm just gonna heal until you guys tell me to stop. Because <laughs> just one dragon, I think I'm. Probably right, well, cast I need one. a total of like twenty health. I okay, well, need 34 health. Well, I'll I'll start with Vipira since I was uh, restorationing her. So, 8 Vipira. All right. <laughs> Plus 8 Vipira. Plus 18. After that last one, I'm yeah, like, we'll, you know. We're, we're good. The first two, the first two are like... <laughs> <laughs> Is this <laughs> thing on? <laughs> yeah. I look yeah. at you like, whoa, you, you all right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, all right, from all that healing? Tri trickle of healing, trickle of healing, and it's like a power hose, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll quickly turn the thing on um, on Uhtred, hoping that the... Nope. Uh, <laughs> he's performance shy. <laughs> another trickle <laughs> for six. And I whack it with my hand a little bit. Fifteen. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, there's a and, lot of uh, uh, charges just now. There's one, two, five three, charges. Four, yep. Five charges. Worth it. And I'm gonna get myself with a lesser. Okay. With a cure light wounds or a, a restoration? I'm sorry, cure light wounds. <laughs> okay. But that since it's coming for me is a one D eight plus five, right? Yep. Oh, Thirteen. Jesus. Kyoki. Alright, what do you guys do? <sighs> we might as well go in through those doors in G sixteen. Alright. Uh so you between flying PCs and whatnot. Alright, so you guys get back up on the bridge and you walk into the room that the Tengu was in. Now that combat is over, <clears throat> you take a, a second to look around, and trinkets dangle from the ceiling of this irregular room, twisting on hazy air currents wafting up from dozens of incense sticks. Armor stands and weapon racks are jammed together in alcoves, while a large prayer mat decorated with scowling moons fills the chamber's center. A single door exits from an alcove to the north where you came from, and a wooden double door leads south. Detect magic. Okay. And what about the Tengu's body? Nothing on her? 
Oh, yeah, give me a second. Uh, and for that matter, the dragon, I would have detected magic if he had any trinkets hidden. They love their treasure. Which means there's probably a dragon lair somewhere underneath here, filled with shit. Well, I've I had need my to go fill for a of, swim. Said, I've had my fill of swimming for one dungeon, so you guys <laughs> feel free. Okay. Um, take a perception check, too. But, Uhtred, uh, you do find a magical aura coming from beneath one of the shields. Uh, there's a box of incense, and within it, you find that one single incense stick has a magical aura. Give me a spellcraft check. 33. And my perception was a 22. Yeah. 17 perception for me. Okay. Uhtred, you identify this as incense of corporeality. Little distinguishes this bitter-smelling stick of incense from normal incense until it is lit. In still air, the incense's smoke permeates a 40-foot by 40-foot area to a height of 20 feet. Within that area, incorporeal creatures take on a measure of substance, such that they can no longer pass through objects and take full damage from all attacks, even non-magical ones. Oh, okay. Inco incorporeal touch attacks within this area resolve as melee attacks, but the incorporeal creature adds its dex its uh, charisma modifier on such attacks. Incorporeal creatures still lack cohesion and mass. They retain the ability to fly as well as their immunity to combat maneuvers and critical hits. They can pick up and manipulate physical objects as though they had a strength score equal to their charisma scores, but they are still not solid enough to wear equipment. Moderate wind halves the area of incense of corporeality. Strong wind disperses the incense, rendering it ineffective as long as the wind continues. A single stick of incense of corporeality burns for one hour. If extinguished, the remaining incense loses effectiveness. Uh, and with your perception checks... Well, see. let's hope there's uh, some big bad ghost we gotta fight in here. <laughs> Uh, you know, two of the breastplates in here are masterwork. Two of the long swords are masterwork. Besides that, everything else in this room looks pretty mundane. Although you do see a uh, a delicately engraved platinum mirror uh, hanging among the trinkets that you would value at around 500 gold. That could go in the bag of holding. Then as far as the Tengu herself... Uh, you find a magical potion, you find a magical wand, two magical wands, three magical wands. Uh, she wears a plus two breastplate, has a masterwork heavy flail, a short sword, a cloak of resistance plus one, a headband of wisdom plus two, and a silver unholy symbol. You can make a knowledge religion check. 23 from Randolph. Okay. And you also find three keys, presumably, to various doors in this area. Uchard also got a 23. I got a 17 on the religion. Uh, all three of you uh, recognize this unholy symbol belonging to Grotus. Uh, you Grotus. Remember, you remember her screaming Grotus's name. Was uh, Grotus the, the giant hanging skull moon thing in the boneyard? Yes, he is. He's eventually uh, supposed to crash into the boneyard and end all of existence and all that. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is foretold that it, whether it's a causality or a or a result or just like a like a unit of measurement, 
Uh, yes, it is said that Grotus crashing into the Boneyard will go hand-in-hand hand with the unmaking of reality. So, yeah, Grotus is not an evil deity, actually. He's chaotic neutral. But yes, uh, so all of you would remember seeing Grotus when you were in the Boneyard. He was the glowering moon that hung over the the Gravelands. There's all, uh, Tango also has some other nonsense on her... Uh, Five broken wooden holy symbols, three doll's heads, a dozen oh. rusty sewing needles, four used matches. Well, let's uh, not be hasty here. These sound valuable. <laughs> and uh, also a weathered map of Castle Overwatch. Oh, well, that is, would be nice. Yes, the Castle Overwatch, of course, is the uh, like the capital building, essentially, of Vigil. Is it? Uh, is it marked in any way? Like uh, a circle attack here. It doesn't appear to be marked, but it is. Uh, it, you know that you can't just like go to the store and buy a map of Castle Overwatch. You can get uh, three spellcraft checks for the th- uh, four spellcraft checks for the one potion and the three wands. All right, which went twenty-four, twenty-five, thirty-three, thirty. Okay. Um, Randolph didn't do quite as good, but seventeen, twenty-nine, natural one, twenty-six. So the potion is a potion of bark skin. She has a potion of bull strength with five charges left. A wand of bull strength. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, a wand of bull strength with five charges. A wand of cure light wounds with 18 charges. And a wand of invisibility purge with 14 charges. Ooh. Damn. Purge as in remove invisibility? Yes, it's actually like a an AoE effect. I was going to say, how do you... <laughs> Does it say... Uh... Who spell list that's on? Invisibility Purge is an Oracle and Inquisitor spell, but the SRD a lot of times doesn't include uh, casters from uh, Occult Adventures, i.e. Spiritualists. If only we had one of those. I feel like it is on the Spiritualist spell list. Let me just double check real quick. I have a weird feeling that it is on we're the done with Spiritualist. It's okay. a third level yep. Cleric, Inquisitor, Occultist, Oracle, Spiritualist, and War Priest. There you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, Randolph could use this wand uh, without making any skill checks. So just uh, to give you guys a rundown on how this works, you surround yourself with a sphere of power with a radius of five feet per caster level that negates all forms of invisibility. So you don't pick and choose who remains invisible. It's just... And so the caster level of this wand as a third level spell is fifth. So that's uh, 55 feet. So if you're within 55 feet of the holder of a of uh, the target uh, of this 25 spell, feet. It's five feet per caster level, so it's 25 feet. That's what I said. <laughs> if you're within 25 feet of Randolph, your invisibility is negated. But I believe it comes back if you leave the area. So it's like so, uh, sounds right. an anti-force field zone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if I invisibility field. Her, so if I activated her ring of invisibility, and then Randolph activated this wand, Vipera would become visible again anytime she was within twenty five feet of Randolph. Yeah. Can we not let Randolph have this one? Uh. <laughs> nope. We're uh, absolutely letting him have it because your your invisibility isn't like a spell or ability that has limited usage. So when we come across that enemy that can be invisible, which always fucks our days up in every campaign 
We'll be glad uh, we have that. All right, so what do you guys do from here? Uh, keep dungeon crawling. Yeah, through the yes. door. To Tom's the favorite. south. I guess we're coming in the side door. Right, we oh, were like, we oh, we there's do- a trap on the main bridge. <laughs> Go in this side one. What? There's more bad guys in here? I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting astonished. All right. Uh, this great hall contains two sturdy dining tables with bench seating, a sleeping area uh, partitioned off with hanging blankets, and a makeshift kitchen with a cooking hearth. Barrels and crates scattered throughout the room overflow with supplies. You also see four more armored knights who are all very much ready for you everybody roll initiative next week oh. on the inspired incompetence podcast <sighs> now you're incompetent see ya see ya see ya, see ya. See ya.